Well, hello, all you lassoholics out there, and welcome back to Peanut Butter and Biscuits, your Ted Lasso fan cast from the Front Row Network on NPR Illinois. And folks, boy, do we have an episode for you today, folks. Uh, I, I am so happy to bring this to you. Um, but before I tell you what, I'm Jeremy Geckner, of course, and as always, my intrepid co-host here, Associate Editor-in-Chief of the Front Row Network and fellow lasso head, Mr. Craig McFarland. What's up, man? Oh, man, I'm so excited about this. Uh, it's great, right? I mean, like, uh, so we reached out to this gentleman's uh, representative, yes. and immediately when they said that he would be willing to come on the show, I was so ecstatic. Mm-hmm. I just immediately messaged Jeremy, and I was like, buddy, buddy, this is going to happen. Yeah, and then it did. <laughs> and then it did. And we- it's a great I, – I, I'm really looking forward to you getting to hear this because – it's an interview where I think um, Cola gets to go a little bit uh, above and beyond maybe some of the stuff you've heard from him uh, about Ted Lasso and also talking about his career and and even really like his philosophy and outlook life. I mean, it's just we go so many different places in the interview. I can't wait for you to hear it. Yeah, absolutely. So again, Cola Bikini, who plays Isaac McAdoo on Ted Lasso, uh, was kind enough to stop by Peanut Butter and Biscuits for a conversation, and we are going to bring that to you very soon here. But Craig, a little bit of housekeeping before we get to the interview. So Jeremy, uh, last week, well, first of all, we're going to divide this housekeeping in two because we are going to also record our uh, season one, episode three, Trent Krem, the independent episode soon. And so that way you have that release for Thanksgiving. So we're going right. to hold off on your best concert and first concert. Which until that were episode. great, everyone, which were Absolutely. fantastic. We, had so we wanted to give them the proper amount of time. So. I uh, do want to say that we had an email from Rosemary. I think she was the first person to inform us that shredded wheat uh, in burrito size, as I was mentioning, <laughs> that you could dip in milk. Burrito uh, wheat, It yes. is something that is sold also in the United States and in Canada. Wow. And so after Rosemary did that, I will say that uh, politely, uh, about a hundred of our followers also let us know that we were completely <laughs> wrong about yes. shredded wheat yes. and that it is available in the United States and you don't actually dip it uh, as a burrito, although I think that that would be the more entertaining way to do that. Uh, you do actually just put it in milk and then you can use your spoon to chop it up and eat it. Um, you this can tell that point. neither Jeremy or myself eat any shredded wheat. Everyone being curious, not judgmental. Well, most people. <laughs> most people were. Uh, Bonnie certainly was not ju- judgmental. She also uh, let us know that as well. So thank you so much for the email, Bonnie. Uh, and as well as Maria. So it's just great to hear from our uh, listeners, and we really do appreciate that. One thing we also ask that you do is go to Apple and leave us a review as well. So we do have some additional reviews that are coming out as well. Um, This one, Jeremy, I think the title of this from me, 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 zero seven might be something that our wives would say about us. And that is that we are enjoyable but frustrating. Accurate. Very accurate. <laughs> accurate. Yeah. I mean, let's let's dive into this a little bit. They say, I enjoy the podcast simply because I love all Ted Lasso talk. That oh, said, they're pretty simplified. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, and these hosts do get some things wrong in their observations. So oh, well, do tell. Um, do tell, me, me, me. We do get some things wrong. And 
I think I'm okay with that. I'm okay <laughs> with being uh, curious about life and, yeah. and getting things wrong. They actually specifically mentioned the shredded wheat in the UK. Man, we uh, started that something here. It is really that big and that we could have simply done a Google search to oh, find that information wow. out. Um, but then we wouldn't have heard is, from you, dude. So, I mean, come on. All I got to say is just thank me, 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 zero seven. Just think about taking that me, me, me and moving it to an us, I, us, us, us. Yeah, and, man. <laughs> and, Sky's the limit, dude. Sky's the limit. Sky's <laughs> the limit from there. Uh, we also heard from others as well. Uh, we had someone, uh, Anker, say that it was the best Ted Lasso podcast. We, uh, While that might be debatable, we do really appreciate that. Uh, one of our friends, uh, that's what it says here, it says, well done, five-star review. Nice. Thank you, one of our friends. <laughs> we appreciate that. We don't know who you are, but thank you. Yeah. Uh, and then also, uh, three boy SPML says this podcast is exactly what we needed to get to season three. Um, I don't know what I need yet to get to the yeah. season three. So help I'm us still, with that. I'm Let still us know, raking here. Uh, what we should do. Then also, we did have from V one zero two six four, which sounds much more like a code of some sort than uh, an actual username says great conversation with Ted Lasso fans. I'm a huge Ted Lasso fan and chronologically just discovered the podcast after season two ended. It is the perfect timing. I love listening back to their rewatch of season one. Sorry, you'll have to wait for that next week, yeah. <laughs> but this is a really cool interview. We're about to bring you uh, with the full knowledge and spoilers of season two. They do say they are a South Chicagoan that went to school in Wisconsin. So they love all of our Midwest vibes. Nice. You know, I got to tell you, we love our Midwesterners. Uh, that was an awful lot of reviews that you left. Thank you so much. Of course, you can always contact us at frontrowlasso at gmail.com and you can leave us a review on Apple as well. That really does help the show out. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, no, we, I, we had a lot there. And I know, and I know we were kind of, you know, joking around with me, me, me there, but look, you, you, you listened to the show and you took the time to write in and we do appreciate that, even if it's not a five-star review. So one, you know, 100%. Yeah. And you know what, in that, uh, we even said that we love con some constructive criticism and, there you go. uh, the fact that we are overly simplified wrong in our observations and should learn how to use Google that does all seem like uh, constructive criticism. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna internalize that. On. I'm gonna internalize that and make myself better, man. I'm gonna make myself better. You know what? I might just go Google uh, some Rodan right now since we're about to talk to the Rodan statue in cleats. Uh, that is what they call a segue, kids. Um, no, but without any further ado whatsoever, please enjoy our conversation with Isaac McAdoo himself, Mr. Cola Bocchini. <laughs> We are so excited to welcome to the show the living Rodan statue himself, <laughs> Cola Bikini. How are you doing today, Cola? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you, guys. A pleasure oh. to be on. Absolutely. We're so excited to have you. Jeremy, you have our first very serious question. Yeah, so so when we told people we were going to be talking to you, Cola, there was always one question that kept coming up, and it's very serious, and I want to give it the full Breath of all of it's oh, okay. serious near here. You've got um, my attention. Yes. Um, so everybody wants to know, does Cola love Rolos as much as Isaac does? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think anybody loves anything as much as Isaac loves Rolos. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's a close second. Uh, Rolos is a great, is, is a great chocolate. Um, you guys call it candy. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, it's funny because I I am a huge fan of Rolos. I think that might be my favorite candy. Um, so when you said yeah, that, I was like, Isaac sense. is speaking to me. He's speaking to my heart. 
<laughs> it makes sense, man. It's, it's, there's no there's no faffing about. It's just a chewy caramel and some chocolate, man. Yeah, it's, it's good fantastic. Stuff. I definitely stole yeah. all of mine from my kids' uh, Halloween bags this year. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so funny because that was that literally was the number one question that we got from it our was. listeners uh, when we mentioned, <laughs> and we have some others that we'll get to uh, later, but uh, that one was by far the most <laughs> asked. So, uh, what we do want to start from the beginning here, and we like to call it your superhero origin story. So, Cola, what is your superhero origin story? How did you get into acting? How did you find that as a passion for your career? Um, I would I wouldn't call it a superhero. Um, um, I would call it more a, a tumbling over kind of, you know, <laughs> seeing where I am kind of story. Um, falling through life, as you say. Um, basically, uh, I never started out um, wanting to be an actor. Um, I wanted to be a footballer. Um, and uh, when I realised that uh, I didn't want to be, you know, one of the lower league footballers, uh, <laughs> I wanted to be like, you know, with the Cristiano Ronaldo's and all that, but um, wasn't good enough. So um, I basically was working at um, Abercrombie and Fitch, uh, which is not the best story in the world. Uh, but um, it was it was a time where I, I got time to reflect. And I got an opportunity uh, for a friend to uh, do a community play. And we did the play and then the play got picked up by a bigger theatre. We did the, the two week run at the Royal Court in Sloan Square in London. And I got signed to an agent off the reviews um, so I, when I, when I got signed to that agent, she said, put me up for uh, a bunch of auditions and well, rest is history, basically. What I love about that is, uh, Jeremy and I also do a good deal of theater. And We're so stage it's cool nerds. See, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool <laughs> to see how you kind of were able to go into that and then that become sort of a passion of yours yeah. and then be able to make that into a career. And now we get to reap the benefits of that because we get to see you <laughs> on our screens, uh, whether that be Black Mirror or oh, Ted Lasso. Yeah. And so we are uh, thankful that that- uh, That's very, very kind. That's very, very out. kind of you. Very kind of you. Um, um, also, uh, I, I, I was told a few times that I should uh, try acting because I uh, do make a lot of jokes and uh, I am uh, quite, um, I don't know how to say this in a way that I'm not trying to big myself up. Um, I'm just going to leave it there. But <laughs> um, um, I had been told by friends and family that maybe I should like, you know, go into some sort of entertainment uh, field. Um, you know, in that age when you're at the beginning of your twenties, when you, you don't quite know what you want to do and you're just kind of like, yeah, I did this, but, do I really want to do that? You know, and then, you know, luckily um, I found out what I wanted to do um, pretty early in life, you know, fortunately. That's great. Yeah. I'm a college advisor, so I, I get to see, and I also yes. teach uh, college freshmen. And so it's interesting to see that development in people, whether they decide to go one path or another, and then uh, see where they grow from there. Yeah. And those those yeah. passions that come out, it's just really cool to see. So Jeremy, yeah. uh, I think you have our first uh, actual Ted Lasso question. Yeah, yeah. You're on this uh, little show, Ted Lasso, I believe it's called here. Let me check my <laughs> notes. Um, no, the, obviously this whole podcast is about, you know, this, this show and it's becoming such a phenomenon. Um, like being a part of this cast, like what's it been like watching this thing grow and grow and grow in popularity and prestige, um, culminating in all the big Emmy wins this year? Um, you see, because because of how close um, I am with my um, 
well, my workmates, <laughs> um, my castmates and my, my crew uh, mates. Um, it's, it's been great. It's been actually like a real pleasure just to actually just sit back and, and, and watch um, everybody manifest and, and grow. And uh, uh, um, from the beginning, you know, of the, from the first day till to, to now, um, everyone has grown so much and everyone is so happy. And it's always a lovely thing to just to be able to go to work and, 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 and see that, you know, real happiness. Um, when it comes to the, the success of the show, um, we're still kind of finding our feet because um, I don't know if you know this, uh, I think uh, someone might have mentioned it, but we, we had no idea. <laughs> so um, um, we were just we were just having fun, you know, you know, a bunch of kids just uh, just messing around, trying to make some some comedy. Um, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say a bunch of bunch of kids, uh, seasoned professionals <laughs> like Jason Sudeikis and uh, and Brendan Hunt um, <laughs> there yep. as well, and, yep. and then there's me. <laughs> you know? But um, um, obviously, just just you know trying to keep that childhood innocence and um you know which is the, obviously the ted lasso way um and just just taking it you know each step at a time as when it comes to the wins and all that those are just those are just bonuses you know because at the end of the day like you know with this bunch of people if it already feels like we have one you know mm. and it, and i want to follow up on that because it does seem like one of the most fun sets to be on because you, <laughs> yeah. you get to do in sync choreo <laughs> you've got your time on the pitch which i know yeah. a lot of you uh you know played football coming up as well and then yeah. you know you get those uh jason sudeikis poignant stirring um locker room speeches which by the way <laughs> when you uh, when you put your hand on uh, the belief sign, oh my God. holy moly, man, uh, holy moly. But I was uh, done. That was it for me. Talk to I was me. Like... You know, you, you've, you've mentioned it already, but just talk about that environment when you go into filming. And then also, I know that a lot of the uh, folks on the cast I've heard play FIFA together as well. Yeah, we, we all, all do. That. Yeah, we all do. Oh, that's great. Um, and we all have like, uh, uh, we well, we used to have um, the AFC Richmond team, but now in uh, FIFA 22, someone else has taken that. <laughs> so uh, we, we're, we're called, uh, I think we're called the, some something like the Greyhounds or something like that. Um, nice. But it's actually us. Yeah, um, we have all of our characters. I play Isaac um, McAdoo um, in, 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 the, in the FIFA uh, team. We play me, Jason, from Jason to Joe Kelly to to everyone to um chip you know if you don't know about chip you should get to know about chip because chip is the guy you know he's the guy when you want to get something done on set awesome <laughs> but um um basically like you know it's one of them sets where it's like as soon as you as soon as you go there it feels like you've been there you, you for years okay you know it's, it's there's no like anxiety or, or 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 nerves you might have nerves before you when you pull up but when you're in there, like everyone's just smiling, everyone's happy, everyone's ready to, ready to go. Like, and everyone's like, like spurring you on. So it's like, you kind of, it's the best in place for you to, you know, do your thing. Um, um, and that I've been, I've been acting. Well, when I told you that story uh, about the theatre, uh, that was two thousand and thirteen. So yeah, we're talking uh, eight years now, um, going on nine. So it's like, and that's very hard to find, you know, 
a set with that kind of buzz, you know, and that kind of magic uh, where your creative juices flow and, you know, you can come up with stuff, you know, and, and everyone has their own little, like, oh, they'll whisper something to you, like, oh, try this. And that's how you get all these magical scenes that, that, that have happened. We've been uh, fans of the show since the beginning, but we started this podcast with the second season and doing recaps. So now we're going back to the first season. And I was just watching uh, Trent Krem, The Independent yesterday because the third episode is what's coming up uh, next week for us. And it's funny, like watching you like slapping towels on Nate. (laughs) And so it's just just, uh, interesting seeing that um, camaraderie. And you can tell that chemistry on set just from the very jump, you know, it seemed like it was a really cohesive unit. So um, one more thing on the cast members, what I love to do is a bit of a word association with Mm. you. So my plan is to just give you a name of one of your cast members. And if you want to just give us a, a couple of words or a sentence or whatever you want to say about this person and how they are uh, either to okay. work with or, or creatively. And of course we have to start with Jason Sudeikis. Um, Jason. Um, he is attentive. Um, he listens. He's, he's, a, he's a listener. You know, he's always listening. Um, he's a leader. Um and he's, he's, he creates an environment where you, you're not you're not scared to uh, to say your piece, you know. Where some some sets, you know, some sets you you, you the, the the writers are really like stick to the script. But um, if you have something great to 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 add, he's he's more he's more than willing for you to to give you the spotlight. Um, and he's obviously very good at what he does. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds an awful light lot like you just described Ted Lasso. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> um, how about uh, yeah? How about he's Coach he's he's a, he's a great person. Um, oh, good, good. He, he's he's similar, and, and I mean Ted Ted's a robot, but um, but um, Jason is similar in, in some ways, you know. Yeah, except yeah. he he breathes, you know, air <laughs> and eats food. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. How about uh, how about uh, Coach Beard, Brendan Hunt? Again, attentive. Um, always listening and wise, mm. very wise. It's got a lot of knowledge. That's great. ridiculous amount of knowledge uh, <laughs> about about just general knowledge. He'd just be popping it off, man. And football, like he would just give us a question. You know, we'd be sitting there, and he'd be like, "Top five uh, players that have won the Champions League, FA Cup, and World Cup," and then he'd just walk away, <laughs> and you'd be like, "Oh." Oh jeez, and you you come to him later and you were like, This guy, this guy, this guy. He was like, No, no, yes, come back. Um also really fun. Um loves a laugh. Uh you know, and and is is probably loving uh, uh being a newborn uh, new father, you know. Yeah. He's an <laughs> Illinois boy too, so yeah. we definitely claim him as our own for yes. sure. Um, <laughs> great, great. Yeah. Uh Phil Dunster, Mr. Jamie Tart. Oh, Phil. Uh, Phil is, Phil is my, that's my boy. Um, <laughs> Phil is, you, you probably don't know, he's, he's so good at playing Jamie Tart that people don't actually know he's actually probably one of the nicest people you ever meet in your life. Um, <laughs> I can believe, it. I can believe so that. Nice. <laughs> he's so nice. He, he's so nice that he makes me be like, right, I, am I, am I like a bit of a dickhead? You know, uh, because yeah. he's so nice. Um, he's, he's really nice, um, caring, uh, and a good listener you know um he's not one of the people that's gonna like listen to you for two seconds and then and then 
say that say that you know you know what i'm talking about um yeah yep. <laughs> like yeah i've been through that uh-huh. you'd be like no no but I, I was talking about what I've, I've just gone through um but he's he's a great listener and um and, and a good friend um that's great that's what i say about say about phil and I, I know uh, we're, we're going through a lot of these names, but you have such a crazy ensemble. And uh, we, just, we just love to know. So, uh, Tahib, Jamo, uh, our Sam. Yes, Tahib is, uh, is, is not from close to where I'm from, um, uh, not too far. Um, and also, he's, uh, I'm half Nigerian, as well as Tahib is Nigerian. Um, Tahib's great, um, wicked energy, um, always up for a laugh, you know, a little bit annoying. but like uh, funny funny annoying um he's great um he's loving life and you know there's not much i I can say about he that because most of them are just all of them are just pretty great people you know it's just like so i didn't at the end um what i said about phil Tebo also has those qualities, but it's just that it's in a different, it's in different, it's just mixed up a different way, like a different you know energy. I mean? right? Yes, a different energy. Um, yeah. he is also attentive. Everyone's just really, everyone just really cares about everyone else's feelings. Um, to the point where, where like you know they're truly listening. They, you know, it's 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 odd in this world where when you when you're talking and someone's just genuinely just looking at you listening <laughs> you know <laughs> and um, um um those people are rare but um yeah these guys are like those people awesome and just a a, a few a few more here if we can um we haven't mentioned the the women of the show uh hannah mm-hmm. waddingham and uh juno temple so either of those uh ladies that you like to comment hannah, on. hannah is amazing um wicked energy always got a smile on her face always um, um lovely and you know full of comp- compliments um even though she's ridiculously good herself um juno is sweet the sweet one of the sweetest girls um she's also lovely as well you know everyone is just, everyone is just so lovely um you have to give it up to to fear park who who cast mm-hmm. um ted lasso um, because she did her job really well. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. She got people uh, from all different walks of life um, who are who are all just kind of click in place and um, complement each other. And and that's kind of what I love uh, about the show is that it really does seem like uh, a very inclusive and welcoming cast. That you know, we talk to a lot of creative people, and they mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, that what they want to do, they strive to make sure that people can see themselves mm-hmm. on screen. And yeah. uh, it seems like Ted Lasso really tried to make sure that that was uh, something that was yes. important to the show moving forward, right? Yes, I've, I've, I've said this before. Um, I, don't, I don't know, I've said this before, about whether I've said it on a podcast or I've said it in a, an interview or, or just to my mate. Um, it's, it's Ted Lasso's like, you know, when you're watching it, you, you watch it for, for five, 10 minutes, you'd be like, oh, I've been through that. Mm-hmm. And then and then yes. you'll go from, I've been through that to wait, that's me. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So, so that's, uh, that's, that's the, that's the, the, the magic of, of the show's writers and the show in general. 
It really, and it's, it's so poignant as a comedy and you, you know, I, I, I have that feeling too. That's how I came to this show. 2020 was of course a, a dumpster fire year for many, many people. <laughs> and um, myself personally, I was having super anxiety about things, um, yeah. but your shows spotlight on mental health and those issues. Yeah. I started running. I got more athletic, uh, partially due to your show. I've lost 70 <laughs> pounds um, because of oh, that. Oh, wicked. Uh, you know, so. Congratulations, the, man. But, you know, it's it's really like, uh, it's those inspirations that you give. So I'm wondering from like that aspect of things, when you need to kind of calm yourself or or whatever, what's your activity that you like to do that you you get to just kind of release some stress from yourself? I mean, I mean um, um, the best place, obviously, is just to release stress is, is gym. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do like to go to the gym. Um, the whole like act of going to the gym, you know, I mean, during lockdown, yeah, we had the, the home workouts, but it's quite demoralizing and, you know, you, you, you can be demotivated um, um, by that. The act of going to the gym is, is a kind of act of stress relief for me, you know, walking to the gym and going in the gym and then, you know, doing a workout and then having a shower afterwards, you know, kind of like, you know, it's kind of like TLC for me. Mm-hmm. Also, I've, 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 I've been uh, trying to get into cooking. Nice. You know, cooking is a real, real stress reliever. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's art in its way, isn't it? You know, it's, um, you're creating. And uh, I always want to create, you know, during lockdown, I was, I was trying to, you know, failed a few times. <laughs> um, but I was trying to, you know, recreate, you know, some, some, some sort of, I don't know, dish. Yeah. You know? Um, also football um, getting out the outdoors and you know breathing and watching and playing football you know it's 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 one of the one of the things that i love in life um that's that's all my stress relievers is football gym and cooking at the moment that's that's wonderful that's that's great jeremy i know you wanted to ask about another very huge property that he has been in yes so uh Cole, i gotta say um the very first time that i got to uh see you was of course in the show uh, black mirror um and you were in oh, one yeah. of my absolute favorite episodes of this show um of the entire series men against fire um I, I yeah. love the series so much because, of course, it's it's the way it makes us confront like losing humanity and stuff <laughs> in our world and stuff. And this episode like speaks to that so well, and and like how humans like kind of degrade each other in in ways. So, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. what was it like being a part of this show and this episode in particular? I, I, I that's a generic question, but man, like this episode is dealing with so many big things, <laughs> and I just I can't even imagine being on set like um, making this. You know, because you know it, it, it kind of teaches Charlie Booker does this does this uh, amazing thing of 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 giving us insight into what if. Yeah. So so basically, he's he's basically just showing you what war does. Yeah, mm. because uh, he's saying because because it happens in real life. You know, all we do is give give people a, a uniform and it dehumanizes them. Yeah. You know, this is not now a person. This is just this is. You know, this is this is a this is a beast that I need to kill. Mm-hmm. You know, even though that person is just wearing a uniform and has been told to go there, and you know, sometimes forced to go there, and you know, they have a family and they have they have friends, they have a life, and um, so with uh, with uh, Men Against Fire, you know, with the 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 control 
they had over the soldiers by just tricking them into thinking, you know, these uh, people are are just characters from Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, it takes away their their humanity, you know, and that's the that's the one thing that I, I love about Black Mirror. It shows you uh, what could happen if you know just move a couple of chess pieces. Um, and I was a fan of Black Mirror, you know, before I even had an inkling that I'd ever be uh, be able to be in it. Um, massive fan, you know, from yeah. the first episode uh, about the prime minister. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, when I got to be in it, I was, I was, I was really, really, um, I was over the moon. And you know, shooting it and seeing the way uh, Charlie Brooker works. Um, was just kind of it was it was kind of eye-opening you know yeah. in a way like how does someone think of these things you know because <laughs> yeah you you think yeah 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 these certain things it will always be in place and 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 whatever but this could break down and then this will happen you know that's basically what or this could be invented and then this will happen you know this is where we're heading you know mm-hmm. all the social media episodes yeah um <laughs> You know, um, also it was wicked shooting it. You know, as in, you know, to to with uh, with uh, Sarah Snook. You know, mm-hmm. she's fantastic, and uh, Malachi Kirby. You know, Madeline Brewer. Um, they're yeah. all all really, 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 really wicked actors. Um, I got to hold a hawk. You know? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Was, that. that was uh, off my off my bucket list. <laughs> I, got, I gotta say, I was that was terrified. brave. That was brave, man. <laughs> I was terrified. I actually had to grab it. You know, do you, do you know how terrifying it was? Because the the bird there was like a like a like a hawk handler. Uh huh. You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> the guy was telling me, yeah, hawks ain't no joke. You know, you, <laughs> this is not a pigeon that you're 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 gonna hold. This is a this is a this is a predator. This is a bird that is you know kills all the birds that you see in England. <laughs> and I was like, cool. So it was like, if it, you have its leg up, if it puts its leg down, back away. Yeah. <laughs> and it kept on putting this leg down. Oh no. And we must have, we used to shot that scene about 10 times. Oh man. Wow. I'd, go, I'd go to grab it. It put its leg down. He'd be like, back away. And then I'd go to grab it. It was like, back away. And like the director, the director, Jacob, he he wanted me to really get mesmerized by it, mm-hmm. so I had to go really close. So I was shitting a brick. <laughs> no, I was thinking that. I was thinking. I don't want to lose my sight here. I know I love the show, and uh, I love everyone, uh, everything about it. But you know, uh, being Black Mirror or be blind, um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, lose an eye or whatever. I, I don't know. I, I think I would I would choose my sight. Yeah, um, yeah, I would you know, definitely choose that. I can understand that. I love that you called out that first episode, too, because anytime I tell anybody about Black Mirror, I'm like, when somebody asks me what's your favorite TV show or what's the best, I'm like, it's kind of Black Mirror. Every episode is amazing. Yeah. And But yeah, I always yeah, tell them, it's, like, be careful of the first episode because it's a little weird. It is a little weird. But... Yeah, the first episode, um, I, a lot of people I've spoken to, you know, this is – I didn't. I didn't mind it, you know. Um, no, um, I didn't either. But yeah, I can yeah, see how some a lot of people would. are like, "Nah, I stopped watching it after the yeah. first episode." But I'm like, "No," because every single episode is is basically a movie in itself. Yes, so you know. Different. So yeah. 
so it's a different cast than everything. So you, what do you mean? You basically just watched a film and didn't like that film, so you didn't watch any of the other films. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> Plus, the next one's so Daniel Kaluuya and Fifteen Million Merits. I mean, come on, man. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. That was that was insane. I mean, look at the, did you watch White Bear? Oh, White Bear is my favorite. That's my that's my insane. top. Well, Men Against Fire is my favorite. Um, but um, no, <laughs> no, don't what, say that because I'm because I'm here. I know. No. <laughs> well, it, it's funny because that third season happened, and like there are so many great episodes in there, and it came on, and it you know yours comes right after San Junipero, which is so like moving and touching, right. and then all yeah. of a sudden I'm like, oh well, how's that gonna get topped? And then I saw that one, I was like, oh my god, that just like gutted me on they the inside. Throw it right man. back in it. Yep. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know some of them like, guys. That, Some of them guys the got really lucky. Version. Yeah, and then they're just like, nope, Men Against Fire. We're <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some of them guys got really lucky. They were shooting in, like, you know, really hot countries, South Africa, you yeah, know, yeah. all that. And I was like, yeah, wicked, man. Where are we shooting? They were like, Oxford. And I was like, no, come on. Like, I was knee-deep in mud. Yep. It was raining. <laughs> the shop was about six miles in that direction. No, I know I can't say that direction. No one's gonna know what I'm talking about. I'm just like six <laughs> six miles east. I don't know. Um, um, so, but at the same time, you know, I loved every minute of it. Um, yeah, great. and I'll I'll do it again tomorrow. I mean, obviously, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Charlie yeah. Booker, we need more, man. We need more episodes. Come on. <laughs> yeah, tell you. It does seem like maybe the last I don't know twenty months or so has been a Black Mirror. Episode. Yeah, it's all so been a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> Um, but, uh, going back to, going back to lasso, um, and this is, so this is a prediction that I have and I absolutely know you cannot talk to us about season three. So I'm not asking you a question about season three. I know they're writing it now. You might not even know anything about season three. All I will tell you is that before we even booked this interview, I was looking for my guy, Isaac, because in our season two recap, I said, you know, in the beginning of season one, we get the close up on Hannah and we get kind of the the growth of Rebecca throughout that season. And then mm-hmm. in the season two, we get the close up of uh, Nate, and then we get his arc throughout season two. And I was saying it would make me so happy if that first scene of season three is a shot of your face right Ooh. there on the screen. And then that way we can uh, move forward <laughs> from there and see your character growth because it's cool to see the teammates grow on this. So uh, yeah. we are going to move on to some listener questions, but I want okay. you to know that um, that's my prediction. So if it uh, ever does come true, uh, you will make me so happy. So oh, and the writers wicked. will make me so happy. <laughs> I, I hope I can make you happy. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> I no we're, idea, so excited. But, you know. we're so excited uh, man for what it's going to be but we did ask our listeners for some questions and, and jeremy's going to okay. start us off yeah so we have uh, uh one from cammy here um she wants to know and i'm sure you've never been asked this before but uh do you actually give good haircuts yeah oh but nice. for real that's oh, great yeah. <laughs> that scene is so much fun lockdown, you know um, um i actually learned of a lot down i used to give my, my brother and my cousin's haircuts of a lot i'm pretty good now you know nice oh that's great i'm pretty, good at, I'm pretty good at giving a haircut now yeah um that's- i did it that, that didn't i didn't have any input into uh, uh the writers um, um <laughs> telling me that, that i'm gonna gonna be doing doing a barber scene um but it did i did have the rhythm you know you know, I did uh didn't know how to, you know, no, it, it's <laughs> actually fantastic. just like you know play the 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 role and the scene. The scene kind of played itself, to be honest. Um, everyone else was so great that I, I was just I was just bouncing off them. 
Yeah, that nice. would have been great. Well, Got everybody cheering for you and stuff. That'd be awesome, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great, man. And the, the, it's even like the lighting and then everything was just, uh, amazing. So yeah. it's like, okay, this is a stage and this is what this is this is what Isaac can do. Nice. That's great. That's yeah. great. Um, <laughs> Mad, who, who uh, actually, she's one of our like real big supporters and listeners. We really appreciate her. And she just simply asked, lion or panda? Oh, well. I'm a, I'm. Uh huh. Yeah. She asks me. She asks him. Am I or uh, yeah, I? Would you, choose, you know that that question. Would you choose lion or panda? That's a good. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> choose lion. I mean. I mean. Uh, really. She's lion or a panda. Who who's, who's gonna, I'm going to choose a lion. <laughs> I'm, born, I'm born in August as well, so I'm actually a Leo. Oh, um, well then it's all yeah. decided. Yeah. But Isaac. I don't know. I think Isaac might go panda, you know. Uh, yeah, I could see that too. Uh, I think Isaac. Too. I think Isaac's like um, obviously very strong, mm. but yeah. just uh, the opposite. In in, I believe that the way he looks and the way he the way what he is is polar opposite. Mm. Mm. I believe okay. that he's a he's a teddy bear. Yeah, yeah, um, I could definitely see that. I believe in the that character. he's a, he's he's got you know a heart bigger than his uh, muscles. Yeah, absolutely. Um, She actually had a uh, follow-up that works out perfectly because you mentioned cooking and stress relief for you. But she asked Mm -hmm. what your favorite uh, Christmas or holiday dish is uh, coming up to the holidays here. Do you have a a favorite dish that you eat? Oh, my favorite dish that I eat? Oh, okay. I know uh, there's a lot of um, American um, dishes that you guys, but in England, it's it's, it's completely different. Um, Mm -hmm. I I just eat Sure um, <laughs> I mean, dish, dish wise, I I am gonna try and make eggnog this year. Okay, I am. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go all out for Christmas because uh, it comes once a year, and you know, you only you only get it once, and uh, everyone needs to make a bit bigger effort to be more jolly this year because of the year we had last year. Mm. Um, I cannot and agree with you more. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm doing all the 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 lights outside the house and and all the everything about christmas you know it's great i'm I'm doing it all this year just to just the it's tis the season to be jolly you know and when they say season you know it, it means from the first of december all the way till you know the first of january that's that's the, that's the season to be jolly and god damn it i'm gonna be jolly <laughs> <That's great>. um, <laughs> but um i i i a dish Hmm. Hmm. You know, it used to be pigs in blankets. Mm. If you guys know what that is. Oh yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. Yeah, but I kind of I I'm not really big on pork these days. Um, I don't know in America. I know everyone's big on pork there, but, but <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. But, it's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I just I just I just believe that a Christmas isn't Christmas without the turkey. Okay. You know. Yeah. You got some people in there, some people in their houses, they don't have the turkey, but I believe that, you know, without a turkey, it's not a Christmas dinner. It's just a roast dinner. Yeah. That's good. Wholeheartedly <laughs> so, co-signed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've just, I've just bought my turkey, um, yesterday. Oh, so, um, and it is insane to get a turkey over Christmas because I had to book a slot for Christmas Eve. Oh, what? Okay. <laughs> from 7 till 9 p.m. 
Yeah. <laughs> what? You guys defile that thing immediately. Miles. It's about 20 miles from my house. Oh, no. Yeah. And that's the only place that is going to give me a turkey on Christmas Eve because I can't buy a turkey now because then I'm going to have to freeze it. Yeah. And it's right. not going to be as fresh. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to go drive 20 miles to this obscure supermarket <laughs> and uh, wait in line and get my ticket and get my turkey um, on Christmas Eve because Christmas shopping is insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and as absolutely. soon as you go out there, somebody in line, you're going to be in line and people are going to go, is that, is that like, oh yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that happens a lot. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. It's like Isaac's getting it's a turkey. The other, day, the other day, it happened to me the other day and um, the guy was, um, he was like, oh my God, oh my God. He was like, I was like, Jim, no, no, calm down, man. I am, I, I'm, I'm just a, a person. Um, um, it, it, Isaac is the is is the guy in the show. I'm, I'm just collar, you know. I'm not that impressive. Um, um, and he was like, oh my days. And then, like, he was like, oh, can you take a picture, cool. And I took a picture, and then like, he kind of like glanced down and started looking in my basket, and I was like, no, don't look in there. <laughs> <laughs> don't look in there do not judge me for what i'm buying right now it was like 9 p.m on like a saturday night i was like oh yeah, yeah i want to get some uh gonna get some munchies watch a film or whatever mm. and he was just look, looked in my basket and was like hmm oh <laughs> then kind of like spent yeah see you later mate yeah and i was like <laughs> oh this this guy's oh, gonna man. judge me for the rest of his life now yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. no man you can't um, judge the 9 p.m one <laughs> the 9 p.m yes. grocery trip <laughs> Just loads of snacks, man. I was he was probably like, Oh, training what? You're training, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you already kind of talked about this a little bit, but Simon, one of our listeners, wanted to know uh who is the best footballer on cast. Um and it's okay to say yourself because you know, that's uh <laughs> it looks like it from the footage. Um we can we can do it. We can do it, you know, position wise. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of good footballers. There's a lot of good footballers. Overall, the best footballer is a uh, bumper catch. Oh, okay. He's, Mo is is actually ex professional. Oh, well, okay. that would do it. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, he's an ex professional, and yeah, he's just really good at football. And yeah, he's just some of the things he does. I'm just like, how did you do that, man? Like, <laughs> when 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 the ball came to me, I, I didn't do that, and you just did <laughs> what you did is crazy. And then he's just like, hmm. he just does it so blase as well. I'm like, you bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, uh, uh, I'm not going to say myself. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to exclude myself from this. Okay, there you go. No, I'm going to say, who do I think is the best footballer? You know, and saying myself, it's not Ted Lasso like. So I'm going. I said Mo, and then. You know, Christo's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pretty good. Um, and Phil's pretty good. Yeah. Can I follow up on Phil real quick? I saw that yeah. video. Did he really actually make that impossible corner shot? Like uh, like yeah. that video said? That's, yeah. That's nuts. That is insane. <laughs> you, see, you, see, you see about that, yeah, is like I was I was ecstatic because – there was a, there's, 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 you know, there's a bunch of, the, you know, there's, uh, there's the essays on, on the show, like, you know, the, 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 the Man Cities and, and the Tottenham's that we play. Mm-hmm. And these guys are made up of, uh, of, of a bunch of like, you know, some professional footballers, you know, so they've all got their opinions about, you know, us and uh-huh. actors <laughs> playing footballers, you know, you know how it goes. 
So they was giving Phil a bit of, uh, you know, lip. Oh no. <laughs> lip service. Um, going up to the um to take the shot, like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even the goalkeeper was like, yeah, I'm just gonna like have to like go, go fetch the ball at the bushes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he done it. You know, and their faces was just priceless. Yeah, well, it, so I would have been yeah. too because the, I remember watching that scene. <laughs> he goes up to kick that ball, and I'm like, I, I'm just like Coach Bear. I'm like, no, no, it's way too yeah. far. <laughs> and then to see he actually did it, that's insane. So yeah, but yeah, but if if I told you without um, um Brendan um putting that video up, if I told you that he'd made that in the shot, you wouldn't believe me. Probably no, not. It would have been hard to believe. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. <laughs> wouldn't believe yeah. him. He did it. He did it. Crazy, crazy. Um, I think we had one more uh, question from listeners, and this one comes from Arter, uh, and he probably asked the deepest question of all. Yeah. So he said, <laughs> how much of Isaac correlates to you in your own personal character? Hmm. Oh, going deep with this one. Yeah, yeah um... he, was, he was not messing around. We, we get, you know, we got a lot of Rolos, we got a lot yes. of, but then he's like, <laughs> yeah. he puts this question, it's kind you of, like let's go in the actor yeah. studio here, yes. <laughs> dramatic, dramatic effect, you guys saved right. lost. Yeah. Um, Isaac, Isaac was born out of me, yes, it's a part of me. Um, you know, um, the part that I'm probably the most proud of you know um i don't think isaac you know the part of me that doesn't rise to you know any sort of uh how can i explain this in a way like i believe that isaac is above the bullshit mm-hmm. mm. you know as in he's very good natured but also doesn't take any shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I believe that he listens and he would listen. I believe that Isaac would take advice of, of, of a kid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I believe he'd probably be the, be the only one that'll be listening to it, to it, to a child. If, if, if they were talking about um, something um, that was correct, you know, definitely. And most people don't have that quality about them. You know, I believe that he'll hear anybody out. And that's, a, that's a, um, a quality that, is makes the best leaders you know um also is good nature um i i uh everything that i try to 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 be in real life i wanted to put into isaac you know mm. um in know in one way or another you know um and i believe that you know that's the the, the best people and the people that have the most fun are the political people that just live life and don't overthink mm. i believe That's that great. you know overthinking is 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 the cause of a lot of stress yeah and i believe that isaac doesn't have a lot of stress because he doesn't overthink i believe yeah. that he has one he has conviction he, he does one thing at a time and concentrates on one thing at a time be it a haircut <laughs> you know um and after that thing is done he moves on from that thing, goes to another thing. <laughs> so, yeah. I believe that he's very simple, but also a very genius way of living your life. Absolutely. Because you you would never uh, uh, overthink and um, have have anxiety. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You know, Isaac could 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 uh, could have some anxiety underneath. You know, but 
you know, I believe uh, on top of all of all of, of that, you know, strength, it's also you know, like a well of of you know things that could be happening to him, and uh, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> It's very yeah, true. that's the way I believe. I don't know. I don't think I've answered the question pretty pretty well, but, but I think you um, answered it excellent. That was perfect. Uh, I, think. And, uh, <laughs> I think that uh, we we couldn't have asked for a better answer to that question. But Jerry, <laughs> you've got one of our last questions. If you want to throw it out there, yeah. So so we know that the you know the cast of shows that make it pretty big like this, they get a lot of additional opportunities um, after the shows are done oh, yeah. and stuff. And I know you don't want to be thinking about this, but like, have you thought about what life after Lasso looks like? We thought we've heard that season three is going to be the last one. Maybe, maybe not. Um, what kind of projects would you be interested in pursuing uh, after Ted Lasso? Um, that's a really good question, actually. Um, I have. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm an actor first and foremost, yeah. and um, as much as the the show is all about my life right now, about what my life right now, uh, one day Ted uh, Ted Lasso will, will close his books. Mm. Um, I I always have thought to, when it comes to my career to um, be diverse. You know, mm. you know. Um, I didn't want to be put in any box. You know, I didn't. I didn't. From be it playing a soldier in Black Mirror, being playing playing a, a gangster in Top Boy, yeah, um, or playing uh, the captain of a football team yeah. <laughs> in mm-hmm. Um I never wanted to be boxed and stereotyped. You know, uh, I always wanted to be a character actor, and I believe that the next thing that I do excites me because it'll be completely different from what I'm doing now, mm. you know? Um, and that is the best thing, you know, cause I call it, I call it, it's, it's anything, it's just manifesting, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe that um, whatever happens uh, after Lasso, um, it won't be the same role as Lasso. Yeah. Um, and you know that's the beauty of, of acting. That's what I love about acting. You can you one minute you're doing one thing, the next minute you're halfway around the earth and you're doing another thing. You know, <laughs> um, and I believe that humans should never be stagnant and should always mo- uh, keep it moving. You know, be moving all the time. Um, from when we were, our ancestors were hunter gatherers, you know, we never stayed in a one space for for a long time now we are settled but if we can move with our job then that's a, that's a form of moving you know yeah and um that's what i believe you know with the mental health of of ted lasso um most people that have mental health uh uh issues you know most men obviously of course women women do but most men that have uh mental health issues it's because they are in a job that they feel that is just the same thing day in, day out. And to do that to a person is basically the same as, you know, putting them in a cage and telling them to run on the wheel, mm-hmm. you know, like a hamster. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, kind of off topic, but, but um, yeah, I believe that I believe in diversity. So I believe in um, um, to be a, you know, something completely different you know just Mm -hmm. 
just out of the box. Just didn't <laughs> see that coming. Yeah, <laughs> you know absolutely. that kind of thing. You know because it took people a while to to because I did Top Boy just before I did Ted Lasso, mm. and it and then I wanted to change up the character, but it took people a while to kind of put the two and two together, mm. um, which is good. Um, this is that's what I like. I don't want to be um, recognized for one thing. Um, rest of my life, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, so I want to be one of those actors that that they look at you and they're like, "Oh, why? I know him. Uh, where do I? Mm, I don't know his name, but I, and he's been in so much stuff. <laughs> that, you know, you know, there's, yeah, a, there's a yeah, actors like that. You know, they've they've been in everything, uh, but you don't you don't know their name. <laughs> yeah, my wife calls those uh, that guy actors. She's like, "Oh, that guy." Yeah. <laughs> But they're always good. They're always yeah, good. Always good. They do. Yep. So we'll put you, you know. down as a dancer in the West End. There you uh, go. Yeah. Role. That's so, going to be coming uh, next. <laughs> but, well, it, it has been just an absolute thrill mm. to get to speak to you today. Thank you. And uh, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your art and your creativity that mm. you put in the world because thank you. Uh, holy moly, we need it. Um, and so <laughs> thank you for everything that you do. And thank you for this show in particular because it has clearly touched so many millions of people uh, through the work that you're doing. So we really appreciate your time. Uh, that's really kind of you. Uh, I've been, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Man, oh man, Craig, that was so much fun. I can't believe uh, how awesome he was. Um, just a super cool dude. Like, you know, he's, a, he's about as cool as I would have expected in real life. <laughs> It's great because we got to dive in a little bit to Ted Lasso, a little bit to Black Mirror. Dude, he loved the Black, Black Mirror, Mirror talk was so great, especially for me because I love that show so much. And that episode really is great. So if you're a Ted Lasso fan out there looking for some the cast and other things, please go watch Men Against Fire, the Black Mirror episode. It's episode five of season three on Netflix. It is fantastic. And I really enjoyed too that he also talked about kind of his personal life and how Isaac relates to him. Yeah. But then also just how he's been like handling the pandemic and that stress that comes with that. Also, think about his story. Think about the story of a guy who isn't quite sure exactly which direction he wants to go for a career. He's thinking he might want to play football for a living. And then he goes and does this show with a friend and that show gets picked up. And then he gets moved into a larger theater in a larger space. And then from there, he gets hired by an agent. And then he's doing things like Black Mirror. And then he lands on Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. And we know that the way that these shows work, all the cast members that are on Ted Lasso right now, you're going to see them in movies. You're going to see yeah. them in other television shows. You're going to see them in so many different properties because they get picked up from this really popular Emmy winning show and they do all that work. And not only that, he has a love and passion for football and he gets to bring that to Ted Lasso. I mean, yeah. it's just like, it's so serendipitous and we're so glad because uh, honestly, just one of the most uh, genuine and kind people that I've had a chance to talk to in a long time. It was great. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do love like when we asked him about life after Lasso and he says he has this commitment to trying new things. And that's such a healthy way to think about that, um, especially because, you know, as an artist, he said he doesn't want to be typecast. And so far in his career, he has not been. He's played a very wide variety of roles, um, even in, you know, he doesn't have the biggest filmography, but the ones he has, they are distinct and they are they leave a big impression. And so I love that um, he has that mindset and I cannot wait to see what more he does um, after uh, Ted Lasso is, uh, oh God, all sadly all gone and by. Um, but we don't have to think about that now and we can continue looking back on this interview. So, uh, you know, Cola, just thank you so, so much for coming on the show. You are, of course, welcome back at any time. Um, so anything else, Craig, before we say goodbye? I would just say we are coming up to uh, Thanksgiving week next week, and our next episode will probably not drop until shortly after Thanksgiving. So just want to say thank you to everyone that's given us a listen. Thank you to everyone that's told any Ted Lasso fan out there about peanut butter and biscuits. And oh my goodness, thank you to Cola for giving us his time and coming on and just uh, being so cool like i mean he's just like so cool it's funny because like right after we did this interview he posted a a photo on twitter of him and tahib and uh a couple of the other cast members and tom uh and and so they were like just pulling up to the bar and they're gonna get a drink and i'm just like oh my god what i wouldn't give (laughs) to go to that pub with them so Mm -hmm. it's just been great Uh, of course continue to email the show at frontrowlasso at gmail.com Follow us on Twitter, PBBFRN. We love to respond to you there. Thank you to all those that have listened to us, but also engaged with us because we love hearing from you. So um, we hope to get more of these cast member interviews or show interviews that we can give to you. We will be back to our regularly scheduled episode next week with season one, episode three, Trent Krim, the Independent, and we are going to be inviting on a very special guest from the Front Row Network, Mr. Brandon Davis. I will tell you, that kid has some great episodes on Front Row Classics. If you're into old Hollywood, check out Front Row Classics on any uh, podcast app of your choice, and you'll get to hear from him very soon. Absolutely. So look for that one next week. Give thanks for Ted Lasso, for Cola Bocchini, and for all of your friends here at Peanut Butter and Biscuits, because I'm Jeremy Geckner. And I'm Craig McFarland. And as always, folks, be a goldfish. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Front Row Network, a proud Community Voices member of National Public Radio Illinois. For more from the Front Row Network, including our articles or our other dozens of shows, visit thefrontrownetwork.com or nprillinois.org slash programs slash network. You can also find us on social media by searching for the Front Row Network on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, and on Twitter at Front Row Reviews with a Z.